was sie wollen mit Martin Julia. Ist das, was sie wollen? Is this what you want? Good afternoon, my fellow listeners. This is the podcast you all love. And uh, we're back. It's Is This What You Want with Matt and Julia. It's a beautiful sunny day in Los Angeles, a bit crisp. There's a lot going on in the world. And uh, here we are. Hi, Matt. Hi, Julia. There, yes. Hi. Welcome to the podcast, everyone. We're recording this on a uh, a crisp, as, as mentioned, 3 p.m. afternoony, Rudy Tooty, Moody, George Clooney. Um, it's going to be a nice little episode. Last episode was late night. It was late night. So different we're vibe. Very different, different vibe. A bit blue, maybe. Did we talk about pubes a lot? What Didn't we talk about something gross i mean probably uh either way the attitudes we have an afternoon attitude and uh we're ready to rock and uh get things going uh, d- despite you know again what you mentioned what the hell's going on in the world there's, despite, a, lo- there's a lot going on in the world but especially one major part um yeah and uh, we don't obviously you can you know go to a lot of news sources and whatever for yeah. our, uh even log on to Twitter for some hot takes on an impending war. Probably not the best place to go for no, war news. <laughs> not word for news. What I'm saying is like... Which I have been doing, though. Literally everybody's talking about it. And um, yeah, we're not going to talk about it here so much because this is a loosey-goosey good time. It it's, is a loosey-goosey good time. It's your little escape and it's a dumb thing. And also, I am not equipped to talk about this. I'm not going to say anything good. I will listen to people who know about this and I will donate where I can and help where I can, but I'm yes. not going to fucking Sean Pennant and go to the Ukraine. Literally front row of the, of the war right now, Sean Pennant. Can you imagine training your whole life to fight in a war and you're like, I'm doing it, I'm protecting my country, and then you look over and Sean Penn is there in a big stupid He's vest. Like, I'm here in solidarity. It's like, well, now we have to protect your fucking famous yeah, Get ass. your fucking Ruffles crinkle chip face out of here. He looks like a bag of Ruffles chips, actually. He truly does, that have been rolled around in the dust. Yeah, and you know, maybe he's trying to do well, but it's like, get the fuck. There was a couple of celebrity things. I don't know who this celebrity is that from 90210, and she like posted this poem to Vladimir Putin (laughs) or something. Did you see it? No. It like just happened, but everyone's like, what are you doing? Can you imagine like, though, like that poem? He was like, you know what? Good uh, boys, let's go. Where yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> it's just it blows my mind. I'm like, the the only thing I'll say about today is that it's kind of depressed me. A lot of it depressed me, but the reactions of people on social media, especially, were way too quick to go to like jokes and memes and yeah, uh, you know, odd takes and. I, I was guilty of like waking up and being like, oh, I feel like I should say something. And I did tweet a couple of stupid things because I literally Googled like, do U.S. green card holders get drafted? To yeah. War? And I'm just like looking up all this stuff. And then I stopped and I'm just like, give yourself time to fucking react to the news. And I feel like I haven't. Like I feel I feel like I'm a little bit in denial right now because I'm like, I can't fully process it because we're here yeah. sitting. It doesn't it doesn't feel real. You're just kind of seeing this unfold on TV or the internet or whatever. And um, only time will tell it's how grave this is. Crazy. But I, I just I just can't believe how quickly... I just, I just wish... I feel like 
humor, especially, we got to a point where there's like, uh, like there was a period where like a celebrity would die, and then the first comic to have like an edgy, funny joke about it. Like, usually it was Anthony Jaselnik. Right. And people would be like, oh, my God. Like, holy shit. And I feel like that's now the level that some people aspire to be. They're like, I'm going to be the first to get a real edgy bit in about this. Yeah. And unless, like, one thing I will say about Anthony Jaselnik is the boy knows how to craft a mean joke. So unless you're at that fucking level, which you're not, shut up. Um, The rest just seem like you seem like an actual piece of shit. It's... Just crazy. And And I get that people deal with like pain through humor and they're so uncomfortable with it. They have to make a joke. It is. It's just it's ridiculous right now. It's it's. But while it's happening seems crazy. Yeah. Like look. Oh, okay, dog. That was me hitting my leg, by the way. (laughs) Not not the dog. dog. Shanji, come here. Come here. Why don't we just. uh, Okay, we're good. She's she's all right. She's good. I just gave you a nice brushing and your little, she's all jazzed. She's confident because she just got brushed out today and uh, she's like, I look beautiful and I'm soft and the neighborhood needs to know. So that was her yelling at the neighbors yeah. going, look how beautiful I am. Sure. Um, well, anyway, she broke the tension and I got to say. She did. W- more today than ever, did we need, does the world need a chappy hour? Yes. Happy chappy hour, everybody. Happy chappy hour. The chappy hour dedicated to the worst robot movie ever made. Yes. Chappy. Look it up, but don't watch it. That's my advice about the movie Chappy. Google it. Read the Wikipedia of it. But Chappy. Go no further. Chappy, he's a nice boy, right? Yeah. I mean, he's like a baby. That's the thing. The whole thing is like he's a newborn and he he's susceptible. and, and Right. Sen- so he's learning. But in the learning. end, though, he's he's good. Yeah, I think so. I kind of zoned out at the end. I think Hugh Jackman has a rat tail in it. Wow. <laughs> I, we learn so much about Chappie every week. Every time you say the word Chappie flashes of a PTSD to me on a plane watching that. And I, I get new details. It's like the movie Memento. Uh, me watching Chappie on a plane is like the movie Memento. I've actually never seen the movie Memento. Well, that's something you gotta watch. All I know of the movie Memento is my like baddie drama teacher in the ninth grade, and I went to like an arts high school, and she was always comparing things to Memento. Yeah. And we're like, uh huh. And then every time she would bring it up, she's like, "Have I told you about the movie Memento?" And we're like, "Yes." And the whole the movie Memento is about like forgetting and repeating the same day what what is it about again? it's basically from what i remember it's like a backwards movie it's like what if a movie went backwards right but it's all about like yeah he has tattoos on him he doesn't know what the like previous day was and exactly yeah. and so it's just so funny literally like daily she'd be like have i told you about the movie memento we're like is this a joke what's happening yeah that was like a solid five years where, where like teachers professors were obsessed with that and like yeah. movie buffs were like well this is no memento but uh it'll do it's like listen it's lord of the rings and it doesn't even have it's not even in the same plane Hey, yeah, yeah. But for Chappy Hour, we are chapping a crisp Sauvignon Blanc from New Zealand. Um, oh, New Zealand? New Zealand, Marlboro. Ooh, uh, cigarettes. Is that where the Marlboros are from? No. Those are, Marlboros are American, Mar- Marl- but that's the same name. Uh, yeah. And it's like, 
I because I know some wine has a nicotiny tobacco taste, perhaps. Well, this doesn't. Um, this is Sauvignon Blanc, 2021. It's Kirkland brand, actually. You're goddamn right, it is. And it's you know what? I really like it. It's um, very uh, tropical fruits. I want to say there's pineapple in there. I want to say that too. I want to say a bit of like lemon lime. I also want to say that got a bit of punch. It punches me. It yeah. it has a feeling of sitting waist deep in a shallow pool in the middle of the afternoon. I want to say 2, 2.30 p.m. It's hot out. You reek of chlorine. You're getting a bit pruney, but uh, the afternoon is ahead of you and also slightly behind you. But uh, you got a nice buzz on and you make eye contact with your loved one on the other side of the pool. You do a, a light nod and, uh, and you know that you're going to have a great dinner later. I can't tell you how accurate that is yeah like i'm (laughs) i feel like i'm getting teary-eyed right now (laughs) what is wrong with me i just pictured myself like exactly i'm like i've been there before because we're going to palm i pictured us in palm springs we're going to palm springs in a a couple weeks and i keep thinking about that i'm like i just want to lounge in a pool and get hot and and sip a nice crisp wine Oh, is, God. Uh, I'm, I'm sent. I'm, I live. I live. And with uh, just everything that's been happening, uh, even pre-impending uh, war. Yeah. The, if this pandemic has taught us anything, it's to uh, seize the moment and make plans that you've been putting off and just do it. Yes. So, yeah. That's one of the two things this pandemic has taught me. So we're doing... What's the other one? Second thing is that the human race is embarrassing. Yes. But yes, first, but and foremost, first, yes. travel. Get out there, see the world. Travel, get Second, out there, see the world. Humans, humans are humans embarrassing, are shit, which is why, <laughs> in turn, we have to be better. Which I'll get to in a bit. But yeah, I don't. I don't know if we mentioned this last time. We mentioned Hawaii last time. I think that was our like warm and fuzzy. Yeah. Um, but we're going to Palm Springs, which we've never been before. Like we've, we've dipped our toes into Palm we, Springs on the way back from a different trip. We stopped in Palm Springs, literally walked around for like ten minutes, and because we weren't. St- spending the night or anything we're like all right yeah didn't see too much and it's it's one of those if you're you're not familiar with the la area it's one of those places where yeah everyone in town is just like i'm gonna go to palm springs for the weekend i'm just gonna dip out of town go to palm springs for just a day or two just to to reset and recenter just just a bit of fun in the sun and we've never done it which is crazy because everybody's like i feel like you are the type of people who would have been to palm springs like all the fucking time. I'm like, well, whenever we do go away for like a weekend, it's Vegas. It's Vegas. Yeah. It's Vegas or it's wine country. Palm Springs. It was plugged into a goddamn truck engine. There you go. Yeah. That's, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm so excited. We're going for, uh, over Matt's birthday, March 23rd. Yeah. Because there's a Margaritaville resort out there, but it's disgusting, which we are not staying at. Um, we're not staying at, but we're staying near it so we can go it, in and make fun of it and then go back to our nice hotel. And for the record, I don't think it's disgusting. I looked at it. It looks okay, but I was reading the reviews and so many of the reviews are just like, yeah, it's a nice place, but everybody's just fucking Jimmy Buffett wasteoid and like well, adults course. just yelling and screaming. And I'm like, well, no, we're not going to do that. So we're, we're staying at this. It's a hotel called Fleur Noir Hotel. It's like much a better little boutique hotel. Adults only. Oh, my God. So no Anything children. goes. Tops, bottoms. Dicks optional. Out, pussies open. Um, I don't if a hotel said dicks out uh, like mandatory dicks out. Mandatory or optional, like you you could wear pants, but your dick could be out if you wanted. So like sweatpants and it would be through the hole? Yeah. 
Yeah. What a nightmare hotel that would be yeah. uh, for everyone involved. Unless you're into that. And Unless then, you're and into it. Um, another man's I would like to get some sun on the old hog, though. I'll tell you that. No, much. you're gonna burn your fucking penis, and but that's a part of my body. Do you ever think about because you never sun your vagines? No, and there's a reason for that. Yeah, but wouldn't it feel nice? Wasn't a nice there a trend for a while where people were sunning their anuses and they're like, "It's good for your digestion." Yes, and then doctors were like, "Please don't do this." Don't like sun people your are coming anus. to the ER with third degree burns on their anuses. The worst part of the, about those that news story is the articles always had a picture, and it was someone facing away from the camera, with holding their, their ankles, <laughs> yeah. and just like spreading to the sun. Um, I don't know what the benefit because well, I'm always curious about that. I'm like, that's part of your skin that never gets vitamin D. But vitamin D, it's not like, it's not like your hands get sun. Only your hands are getting the vitamin D. I yeah, think it it's like out. it's spread out. Yeah, but uh, that's the thing. Back when we were cave people, we were sunning our dicks and holes all over the place. But cave people would still make little sheaths to protect their bits. I would hope so. I would. I would hate to be that first cave person. Don't want to do this old bit, but to to burn your bee hole in the sun, someone did it, and they're like, we better put some underpants on. Now the dog's all tuckered out. Good. She's so cute right now, and I'm She's taking pictures. Cute. That's why I didn't talk for a second. Um, but yeah, Palm Springs. That'll That's be That's what this wine reminds me of. Yeah. It's going to be nice. And we're also going midweek, um, which is always fun. The riffraff is not going to be present, hopefully. Yeah. And things are a bit cheaper. Yeah. Midweek. I do like that you are a person that likes to avoid riffraff. I can't imagine being with someone that wanted to be within the riff or the raff. Yeah. I very rarely like I had I had that time in my life where sure. I was like I want to go to like a club and whatever and sometimes if, if, if like when I went to Vegas for that bachelorette party when they're like we're gonna go to pool parties and clubs and I was like absolutely not <laughs> but then as soon as I got to the pool parties I'm like hell yeah, yeah. clubs though I don't ever fucking want to go to a nightclub again unless I have my own like booth and area where I can sit down and come back to and your own entrance so and your own exit and your own bathroom yeah <laughs> I think a nightclub that's basically a, an RV that only I can enter and exit yeah because the riffraff I think and I want to listen to music loudly in an RV not to mention when you when we finally weaseled our way onto the dance floor you're just getting grabbed yeah and because it's so I packed and you're like, this is disgusting gross it is very gross absolutely disgusting Ah, I'll tell you what's not disgusting. What? Our first segment. Already? Already, why not? Okay, let's launch into it, Picard. Um, let's start with... Well, let's start with... Um, well, that was stupid. Yes. So let's, we can end on something real um, Let's do that with stupid. And something sweet. stupid that happened this week, and we're going to tell you about it, and we hope you care. This is That Was Stupid. Well, well that, that was, was stupid. stupid. Do you want to go first or do you want me to? Russia. <laughs> Russia's I mean, stupid. Pretty stupid. Uh, it's very stupid. But what stupid things happened this week? I mean, week? I got a stupid thing to say. Yeah. Um, I had like my first meltdown in a while uh-huh. a few days ago over something so stupid. And it's especially when like stuff like this is going on in the world. And you're like, why do I care about this kind of other stuff? Basically, I I posted um, something Monday night. I posted one of my like Golden Girls videos. Yeah. Monday night on like Reels, and I really liked it. And it was like popping off. Like you know when you post a video and immediately like tons of likes, tons of comments, tons of views. I was like, hell yeah! 
And then I just like put my phone away for the rest of the night. I didn't even look at it. I'm like, yeah. you know what? Life is good. <laughs> and I woke up in the morning and basically it like just, it halted. Yeah. It like stopped. stopped. Don't know how that happens. Don't know how that happens. And it was like barely any, I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck is going on? And also I'm like, none of my like friends had commented on it. I'm like, my friends don't care about me. Nobody gives a shit. And so it went from like, oh my God, my career is going nowhere. Why, why is this video not popping off? I put so much work into them because people always say they love them and they're not going anywhere. And then it went to like, it's because I have no friends. It's it like spiraled Yeesh. out of control yeah. and I fucking had a full break and I haven't cried in so long. I used to cry all the time, but since I've been on antidepressants, I haven't been crying well, a lot. That's good and not good. I mean, yeah, it, it, I think it had to happen. And I just, I was like heaving and sobbing and just like inconsolable and so fucking pissed off. And I was like, I'm done. And then I was like, oh, I'm getting my period. And it was just like a lot of things. And it was just so fucking stupid. And then at the end of the day, I'm like, who gives a shit's ass about like social media is so, and you're like, if this is bothering you so much, delete the apps off your phone. And, or people are like, take a break. I'm like, it's such a catch 22 though, because I, these are the fucking tools. You have to do that. It. Yeah. Help us. Everybody's like, you gotta be posting more on this. You gotta be posting more on that. And also like I posted it on TikTok, and after like an hour, it got like, one view not one like like one view i'm like what is happening yeah in this world so anyway it's fucking stupid and uh i got over it and literally the next day i woke up the next day and was just like huh a, a difference <laughs> a t 24 hours can make it is crazy it's uh, the, the greatest advice that's ever been given to a person is sleep it off because it's mental how much repairing your brain does when yeah. you sleep and then you wake up and you just think clearer and every all you you know you've taken a nice shit maybe that yeah. has a lot to do with it and just give it 24 hours and like and that's with anything sometimes people are like or if you're in like a really dark spot and you can't it's hard to see like the other side of things yeah but like i've been in dark spots for like months and stuff and you're like well this is just gonna last forever and then one day you're like oh you see like a little bit of light yeah. and everything can change and just knowing that not everything is permanent. Um, but in that moment, people just need to feel like validated. Like, yes, this sucks. I hear you. And that's frustrating, whatever. Like nobody wants to hear like, well, think of like the kids in Africa who would, it's like, that's the worst thing you can say to someone who's like, like in distress. Parents that grew up in the fifties, they're yeah. like, that's the best thing you could say when someone's sad and weird. Yeah. It's like <laughs> if you, if you like break your arm and it's like, well, at least you didn't, well, at least you have an arm and you're like what okay i'm still yeah. allowed to be upset in the moment it anyway helps me not yeah. it was very it was all very stupid but um you know i feel i feel like i really needed to cry and then that's uh and that probably makes you feel better too because that releases a bunch yeah, of shit just, too it was yeah a big, it was a big release anyway big release. what was your stupid thing was it me freaking out yep my wife had just a disaster of a day can you imagine i was one of those guys Mm -hmm. God, irritating. No, I felt terrible for you, and I'm glad that you were feeling better. Uh, the thing that happened uh, this week that was stupid, I don't know. I was trying to think. There was a few things. We went to the beach last week. Yeah. We had a big old beach day, which was nice, but 
<laughs> there was a couple things that happened. There was, we went to this beach. It was a, like a dog beach mm-hmm. outside of Malibu. It was like an hour and a half away. Bit of a road trip. Dog wasn't really feeling the trip. Shange gets bit ants in the pants when we get in the car for too long. She's yeah, got to dance. Yeah, she's like, where are you taking me? Where what's are we going? going on? I can only imagine what's going through her head, being in like a rescue like that. Be like, oh, yeah. are you taking me to you, uh, fucking pound? What is happening? Understandably, I get why she freaks out a little bit. But we get to this beach. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Two stupid things happen. First, the path down to the beach. We're on this, this cliffside. We're like, wow, what a view. And then we look down. We're like, that's where we have to go. And this is this is like the main. This is a path that they advertise, by the way, because there's a parking lot there. Yeah. And basically, you just have to like fall down a cliff. Yeah. We weren't blazing a trail through the fucking roughage. This was a you know state maintained park, basically. And the path down looked like Tommy Lee Jones's forehead. Just fucking bumpy, crumpy, craters. crunchy craters. It was nuts. Um, I really hope Tommy Lee Jones doesn't die before this is posted. <laughs> is he sick? I think he's fine. He's just a bit crusty. He was in a Super Bowl commercial recently. Oh, he's so fine. He's, he's doing just fine, that Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee Jones. Anyway, the path looked like his forehead. As I mentioned, it was a bit of a disaster. Literally chucking. Well, I brought like a full table, like a folded up table. Had to like chuck it down the hill like I would never see it again. Yeah, we had to slide it down the hill. We were chucking our chairs down. Yeah, dog was, almost fell off the cliff. Oh my God. And I'm trying to hold the dog and I'm trying. I'm like, what happens if I fall with the dog? Like, Christ. Yeah. A little tumble circus uh, going out there. But the second thing that happened, which I've seen so much of lately and I'm wondering if this has been a stupid thing that I mentioned in the past, but there was a surfer dude. He had a full mullet. Yep. Nice fella. Helped us with a couple of our bags. Sure, that's great. But he had a little puppy, and it was not on a leash. Like and a bulldog fresh like puppy. Fresh bulldog puppy. And he was walking down the surfboard. He's like, he's like, hey, Walter, come on, Walter. And the dog's like freaking out, just like not knowing what's going on. We're freaking out, and we're humans on this yep. path. And it was just, it blew my mind. I'm like... Is this a new training thing? Because I see it so much lately where people are just not putting their dogs on leashes. It should be mentioned that this dog leash, sorry, this dog uh, beach is leash only. It is leash only. Yeah. When people were getting real, you know, fast and loose with that rule too. But I just, and then lately in our neighborhood, I've seen so many more stray dogs. Mm Mm-hmm. There was one in front of our house and we tried to like, I tried to get its attention, tried to give it some treats, but it was freaking the fuck out. And I'm like, the last thing I want to do is freak this dog out and have it run into traffic or something. But we're just seeing it more and more. And then I see people walking their dogs without leashes. Or just like in their house and their dogs just let out on their front lawn. And you're like, yeah. Or even at night when we were walking um, Shange the other night and this dog comes galloping up and we're like, oh my God, it's a coyote. It was this white devilish looking dog (laughs) and it can't just, it just bounded up like, oh, hi. And and I went, get out of here. Like just loudly. (laughs) It was so stupid. And then I've been on runs and there's been little dogs, this little dog that was following me. And then I'm like, okay. And then I'm just running up and down the street being like, hello. Someone's dog is out. Like, it has a collar on. Like, yeah. I know this dog lives around here. Like, what the fuck is wrong with people? Like, did everyone grow up on farm? Like, because that's what you do on farms. You just let your dog run around. They figure it out during the day. But this is a fucking city. We're in a, a suburb. It just blows my mind. And I just... I've had nightmares lately where, like, I... I had one last night. I didn't tell you. <gasps> where, like, Shangela's in, like, a scenario where she's, like, in trouble. And, like... Oh, I, <laughs> did I mention this in the last podcast? Where I had... 
a dream where like I was in the movie Saw, oh, yeah. and they were like, "Cook your dog like a chicken." And you're like, I <laughs> and I had her on, like, I had her on a pan, and I'm like, I just can't do this. They're like, you will die unless you cook your dog like a chicken. And I woke up just like, <gasps> and I just like couldn't. I was like sweating, and I had to like grab her and like pet her for like oh, an God. hour. And I'm like, why is that in my brain? And last night too, I had a dream that she was like dangling over the the patio of like an apartment on her leash. Oh my God. And I was like trying to pull her up and she was like getting out of her harness. And then I woke up again like, oh my God. And I'm just like creating these scenarios in my head. I think I love the dog too much. And that's what happens is you create these scenarios. You create danger so you can protect the dog. You can protect them more. But it's... Uh, oh God, this yeah. is making me sick just thinking about that. Yeah, it's, see, that's what I mean. Imagine that being in your head and dreaming it. I can't even imagine. Oh, my God. oh I, d- I can't imagine because it did happen to me. Either way. You were talking about Shange last night on stage, and I was just like, I pulled up a picture of her, and I was just showing everybody around the bar. <laughs> I was like, see, that's my baby. That's, yeah. It's my new child. My little sweet sweets. Oh, God damn, I love this fucking dog. It is funny when you mention, uh, when I mention rescue dogs on stage and I've seen, it's mostly women especially, that just they just melt all of a sudden because oh. they are thinking about their dog and I'm like, I would do the same. Yeah. I would think about my dog and just go, oh, yes, my rescue, my sweet little rescue. Mm. Well, now, now, I'm, now we're all feeling so warm and fuzzy. So it's time for warm and fuzzy. Were you done? You're, that was yeah, I was definitely done. My The bottom line, I guess, Leash your fucking dog. Oh, yeah, put your fucking leash dog on Leash your leash. fucking dog, Marty. Hey, fucking Marty Bird. Marty leash Bird. fucking dog. You guys watching Ozarks? Because Julia does a hell of a fucking... Uh, Ruth roof. Langmore. Um, I do. And uh, a, a man uh, hired me on... Because I used to be on Cameo, and I've, I've paused it for now, because yeah. Cameo takes 25%, which is a lot. They take a couple of weird fees, because if, if someone books you through the website... It's, it's, it's only diff- 25%. It's only 25%. But if they book through the app, the app. it's like 25% and then an extra like 10 or something. It's insane because I remember I, that happened. Someone booked me through the app and I ended up getting like only like 50%. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. So a, a man hired me through through Instagram and paid me. So if you want me to do a fucking Ruth Langmore impression for your yeah. birthday, for your friend's birthday, whatever, I'll fucking do it. Um, That's the thing. I mean, how do we advertise that? Because it seems to be what people want because yeah. uh, around Christmas, somebody yeah gave me like a hundred bucks to make like a Christmas video for their girlfriend or something. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'd gladly do that. Of course. I like, know. I want to do it, but like not through someone else also i finally got venmo yeah you finally well here's the thing when we moved to the states our itunes accounts were canadian so like we couldn't access Mm -hmm. a bunch of like u.s apps it's so stupid it should just be the same everywhere but um i managed to get it uh, i just had created a whole new email address you switched yours over to american yeah and now you can access all the fruits of american yeah so i finally got venmo because we were just sharing mats before um it, and it's going to take a few days to activate like my banking chef, my banking shit. But it's a, uh, it's Julia comedy for when uh, a few days from now, if you want to send me money, do it <laughs> <laughs> anyway. It's tough because like I, I'm still working on Patreon too, which I think people are enjoying. A couple of listeners here are on it. So thank you very much for that. But um, it's, I find it so cripplingly hard to, to ask for support in that sense. I know it's to be like, like, give me money. Yeah, literally. And then I just feel gross. And 
There's been so many times I post on Patreon and delete it and post and delete it just because I'm just like, here's the thing. I feel like so much of our career and, and at the beginning and still is just doing shit for free. Yeah. Creating content for free, performing for free, writing for free, fucking selling ourselves for free. And the least you can do is ask. You're allowed yeah. to ask. People don't have to. It's not like, hey, I'm taking this money from you. That's right. So we got to think of it that way because you are you you are a good product. You have something to sell. Yeah. And that's that. That's true. I don't know. It's it's a part of some people are good at it. Like a lot of people like YouTubers are very good at it. And you wonder why they're successful. It's like, well, they're good at fucking asking and like promoting asking and they're, themselves and they're consistent with and it like, which is like what you're doing now so yeah. i know it's just i just want an anonymous person to send me a lot of money and go have at it <laughs> <laughs> and then you know what i do i have at it um i finally buy that gold penis statue if someone paid us if, if there was some anonymous like millionaire out there who was like look I want to see you guys bang for like a million bucks. Bang? Not just sex. Banging? Oh, that sounds exhausting. I want to see you and your wife make love. Yeah. He just gets to watch? Yeah. Some, but does, And then every now and then he gets to blow on us. He just gets to go. Why, why is he blowing on he's, us? He's probably going to want to do something. To our, no, this, no, this is just a video. There's no blowing oh, on us. Oh, a video. He's not in the same room. I was picturing that scene from True Lies when Arnold was playing that that guy and then his wife came in and did a little oh, dance. Oh, right. That was so awkward. That was great. That scene was crazy. But it, it was also way too elaborate to like... Because the whole... Yeah, the whole thing was like, he's like, I'm going to give my wife uh, an adventure to remember and get her out <laughs> of her dull life. And then it was like using government funds to like yeah, it was make a bit your wife strip in front of you in a hotel room. Much. Ugh. Anyway, um, warm and fuzzy. Let's get to that. Oh, we haven't even gotten into it no. yet. Uh, hey, the segment where we we talk about something that happened this week that was nice. How about that? So this is warm and fuzzy. Oh. Warm and fuzzy. You want to um, lead with fuzz? Yeah, I'll lead with some fuzz. Um, yeah, it's been, uh, there's been, it's been an interesting week in some ways, but it's also been a bit, a bit fuzzy and others, uh, our dear friends, Christine Von Hagen and Luciano Casmiri. Oh yeah. Came to town. Uh, they live in Vegas and we haven't seen them in quite some time. And, uh, yeah, we all went out to El Compadre, which is one of our favorite Mexican restaurants in Los Angeles. We usually go to the the Hollywood location, but they were closed because they were redoing the floors. Anyway, yeah. don't know why I'm giving you all this backstory. But we went to the one in Echo Park, and it just happened to be National International Margarita Day that How day. How about that? Yeah. What a fucking tender surprise. The timing was nuts. So yeah, we went. It was just so nice to catch up with them because that was, that was the morning that I had the fucking full meltdown. Yeah. I was like, fuck everything. And then after that night, I just felt like... I felt healed, you know? Yeah, it was probably the margarita. It was probably the two flaming margaritas I had. Yeah, they were on fire. They do this thing where they, they put uh, a little flame in like a lime peel. Mm-hmm. I, th- I can't tell what's fueling the flame. We're like, is this safe to drink? Because yeah, there's a full-on 
full on flame in there. And then, I mean, you obviously blow it out before you drink it, but um, it's very exciting to be around. It's a very exciting place. They got a band there too. They a always have band, a band. Like a mariachi type band, but um, it's, uh, and, and then if you walk by them and you don't know where the bathroom is, the bass player will tell you where it is, yep. which was what happened to me. It's he stopped sweet. playing to show me where the toilet was. I was like, you're going above and beyond, man. He is. That's, and, uh, and he gave him a few bucks, so that's, that's good. Gave him a couple of bucks, and I said, I took a big piss, sir, because of you. Ew. And he went, thank you. I would go back there right now. Yeah. I could go for a fucking quesadilla. I used to think, this is the thing with a lot of restaurants in LA, they're windowless. Yeah. No windows. And I used to think that was crazy. I remember the first time we came to LA, we ate at a place in Hollywood and the outside, it looks like a bomb shelter. Yeah. Like you're like, there's no windows. This is crazy. Is this like a nightclub or something? And you go in and it's just like cozy, cool, yeah. sweet little restaurant. I mean, there's a time and a place for windows uh, if you're in Beverly Hills or whatever, which we never are, um, <laughs> or like yeah. certain places. But like, a fucking Mexican restaurant that has like big, like crescent kind of like cozy red leather booths. Yeah. Because I feel like restaurants like that, because there's no windows, they're like, we got to go gangbusters on the theme of this place. Yeah. Because they ain't looking outside. So much they're fun looking... decor. It's not minimalist in any no. way, which I love. And it's any time of day, it doesn't make you feel bad about being inside, too. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's like cause sometimes you go to a restaurant and you're like, oh, I should be on the patio. But then you go to these windowless, you know. Uh, little places and they're like I feel great it, is, it almost feels like a theme park in a way it does yeah also like, not to mention that it was fucking freezing that day too so it was nice to be inside and it cozy. was cozy and nice and another like another tiny warm and fuzzy to that already warm and fuzzy thing catching up with friends was so lovely but we went to um, a bar called the Douglas oh, that before was be my warm and fuzzy oh it was yeah okay continue that's my warm and fuzzy. Yeah, right before that. I mean, that was a good day for fuzzy. It was a real roller coaster day, actually. Isn't it interesting that yeah. in the same day was my cold and stabby and my warm and fuzzy? Ha! Huh, what a day! What uh, twenty? I'm saying things can change rapidly. in an instant. Yeah. So also, what's going on today in the news? Things could change. Things could get better. Things will get better. That's what we learn. Um, Yes, I will take the reins on this warm and fuzzy because before we're like, let's go get a drink before dinner, right? Yeah, we haven't had one of those in a while. I haven't had a drink before dinner. <laughs> and we went to uh, this place right near El Compadre in, in, uh, in Silver Echo Lake, Park. there, Echo Park. And it's called the Douglas. And it used to be a brunch place. I walked in. That was the craziest, weirdest feeling because it used to be a brunch place that we went to. But it was completely redesigned, yeah. different name and everything. And I'm like, I ate breakfast here once. Yeah. But it was a bar all of a sudden. And this is why I felt warm and fuzzy because it had wood paneling everywhere, mm -hmm. like old 80s style basement wood paneling and a bunch of these like beer mirror. What do you call them? Beer mirrors? Beer mirrors. It's yeah. a mirror that has like a beer logo, on, logo it. on it. Sometimes a picture of a duck or something. Uh, we, we recently got one at, uh, at a, at a Melrose flea, Trading. Melrose. No, no. Uh, sorry. Uh, Rose Bowl Market. Rose Bowl flea. And uh, we put it up above our bar cart. Something, something about that makes you feel nice. For some reason, I don't know the purpose of those mirrors. I guess to give you more atmosphere in a room. I guess it's, it's just. Bar. But, but that was like the style. It's same with like Coca-Cola mirrors. And it's yeah. like, here's our product. And it's like vintage retro and like, I don't know. It's nostalgic. It gives depth to a room while also advertising a product. Mm -hmm. People were at the, at the Rose Bowl market were calling them Coke mirrors. And I. Maybe they were talking about Coca-Cola, but I think they were talking about doing Coke. I mean, I think years. it's a bit of both. Yeah. Which got me thinking, I've never done cocaine, but I was like, I wonder how long it took somebody to be like, I don't want to, I, 
I'm going to do coke off a mirror. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just a flat surface. It's the flattest surface. But we taking the mirror off of the wall to do, you know what I mean? I mean, or if do, you're you carrying around your own little deep mirror? into coke, you're probably taking mirrors off walls <laughs> or you're buying a mirror table of sorts. Or even just well, a pocket those, like mirror. those like glass tables. Those were big Coke tables. I yeah, think. Hmm. Hmm. it's because uh, I mean that would be the the Coke addict's nightmare is getting pieces of cocaine caught in a fine wooden antique table. Well, there you go. And then you have people over and they're like, "What's all the white stuff in this wooden table?" You'd be like, eh, you're, uh, you're uh, "Flour uh, insulation, <laughs> flour." <laughs> I was making delicious pizza dough on this table, mm. and that was it. Um, but that's that part of the bar made me feel nice. The wood paneling, the the mirrors, and then we got a couple of beers, and they were in like mugs, like tall, crisp mugs, mugs with like nice beer mugs with handles, nice handle. a nice handle. And we were sitting there, and the bar we were talking to the bartender, and we we're like, and we started talking about Cheers. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, this kind of feels like Cheers a little bit because it's like oldie kind of nice and it's and cozy. like way smaller than obviously cheers like cheers yeah. kind of has a wraparound bar but like there was just a vibe I, I feel like um oh god what is his name um sctv honey i shrunk the kids rick moranis i feel like rick moranis would drink there maybe it's yeah. that canadian sketch that he does but like i feel like it felt like a, the set of like a Rick Moranis yes. sketch or something from back in the day. It, yeah, it, yeah. Well, it almost had like a Canadian dad vibe to it. Yeah. And the bartender said they're like a lot of people from the Midwest like this bar because it reminds them of back home kind of thing. And it was just really weird to see all this wood paneling and like, yeah, cozy wintry kind of vibes and then look outside and see a bomb tree. It's very, it was very giant. strange. And when you mentioned cheers, you're like, do you have a norm? She's like, actually, yeah. Yeah, they do have a norm. They have a guy that comes in all the time and he's a fucking party and they're like man the super bowl he really came in and let loose i was like i gotta start coming to this yeah. place i want to be a regular and apparently they nice yell out his like name because you asked that and she's like yeah every time he comes in we're like maurizio or yeah, whatever the fuck his name I was i forget what his name is i feel like it was maurizio i think it might have been actually either way it just had a good vibe to it and it was one of those places i again i don't know what it is about wood paneling but it's just that like 80s kind of retro-y at the time i remember being a kid seeing that and being grossed out by it right because like oh, that, that's what my basement looks like well yeah what well, but it's it's now as an adult and then you're away from it so long and now it's nostalgic and nice it's amazing how that flips mm-hmm. around and like even like anything retro retro 80s retro 90s early 2000s coming back as like I retro i saw somebody there was like an ad for like big jeans for guys, like big fuck off jeans. Yeah. And then like low rise jeans for women too. And I no low rise jeans and me. Goodbye. No, thank you. Um, I will do a bit of a wider leg. Sure. Yeah. But I got to do a high rise mid rise at least. Yeah. I'm going to do a fuck. It's truly wild how unless you're fucking ripped, a low rise jean is just deeply unflattering. Yes. And I mean, I remember girls wearing them in, in high school, but it was before Hips. the horrors of life. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. It was like, any, like even the guys back then, myself included, I'm like, I had like no body fat. Like, it's like, 
you're just doing whatever back then. It's yeah. just like, of course, that's that's when you can wear them. But then I've seen so many women be like, do not bring these jeans back. Like, we cannot have these in society again. No, and your thongs hanging out, your, your bend down, your butt's hanging out. It's butt's just not hanging out. comfortable. And I know that like high rise, it's like people make the same argument. They're like, oh, it gives you a fucking front up pussy and your butt looks long and your crotch is long. And it's like, listen. Long crotch. Old long crotch. John long crotch. But uh <laughs> I like a high-waisted jean, and uh, that's that. Also, just a little quick tag to your warm and fuzzy. We've talked about how much we love merch. Oh, yeah. We love a merch. Every time we go to merch. like a brewery or a winery, it's like, give me that fucking merch, Give man. me a fucking stupid it's, t-shirt. I want a couple it. of beers, and you're like, I will sponsor your company every day. Well, let me tell you, they had some of their merch, some of these ball caps set up in their popcorn machine, which was cute as hell. Some of the best merch I've ever seen. They had a, a little base, not even a baseball cap, like a flat brimmed cap. Yeah, it looks like the kind of cap your like grandpa would wear to go get a tackle. Yeah. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> and this one, it was like kind of like a forest, like a faded forest green corduroy hat. And their logo, the Douglas logo is um, a duck, right? Yeah, it is. It's a duck in a little bow tie. And that's it. It's just a circle emblem on the front. Yeah. And then on the back, I think it says like good beer, good times or something. But it, it's it's very like understated. So it doesn't say like the Douglas in huge letters or whatever. Yeah. It's the fucking cutest hat ever. And it was $25, which I think is a great deal for a chapeau in LA these days. A fine deal. It's believable. It's a believable price. When she said that, I was like, yeah, I get it. That's how much merch usually is. So I got a hat and I and I fell in love with this new place and I and I want to I want to go again. Would you ever open and maintain a bar in your life? If I you mean, had the money, if someone was like, here's a bar. Do you want it? It's yours to maintain and own. Be a bar owner. I mean, Oh God! There's something like so romantic about that, and so fun. Of course. Like I remember, I was in New York, and uh, when I was visiting Christina Walkinshaw, and I went to this like little wine bar before I met up with her, and I just got like a little plate or whatever, and then just down the ways for me, it was like the bar owners. It was her, and she was just there with a couple friends. It was a really slow night. It was like early, so not a lot of people were there yet. And I was like, what a fucking dream! Yeah. You just own your wine bar. You're hanging with your friends. You're doing what you want. You're trying whatever. Oh, God. But also, like, the horrors of, like, what, a, what an unpredictable industry and... Yeah. Like, I no mean, a friend park. of ours owns a comedy club here, and I've I've talked to him at great lengths about the stuff that he has to deal with, especially during the pandemic, was crazy. It's like, I understand bars being closed, but it's like live entertainment venues went through just the ringer. Yeah. And... Like there was one time like he got a new sink installed and everything flooded and like just the sh weird shit you have to deal with. But that's the thing about he owns that club with like, I think it like six or seven other people at yeah. least. I think that might be the way to do it. Like spread it out real thin. Like if it was just the two of us, it'd be like, hey, but if it was like spread out a bit more. But if we owned our own like little hole in the wall fucking bar. Yeah. Ooh, something small and manageable, like just a bar. No, like, yeah, no other fucking something real tiny. Tables, couple bartenders. Do you have a manager at that point? I don't even know how this works. I don't know. I guess if you get if you start doing well enough, but we would be the managers. At we? this point, we can't even start merch for our own podcast. So I don't think we're buying a bar anytime soon. I mean, but it would be fun. 
I own this bar. Oh, I'd love to say that. Be like some drunk guy is being rambunctious and uh, what would shitty we call in the my bar? bar. Is this what you want? It's is this what you want bar? And then we just have one special drink a day. And we're like, is this what you want? And then people like, have to no. go yes or no. If they go no, it'd be like, well, that's all Get we got today. Get out of here. We got the one cocktail and that's it. Different cocktail coming in tomorrow. Um, no, that would be fun. Get out of my bar. And then also like, you know, uh, you know, mopping up at the end of the night, the lights are all on and then you take yeah. a shot at the, at your bar and you look around and you're like, you smell it and you're like, yeah, this is my place. Dance I love with the that. mop. You dance with the mop, you <laughs> kiss it. You, you you check the register, you lock up, it's two in the morning, or maybe even later, it's four or five a.m., sun's I'm rising. I'm tired just thinking about it. I know. That's the thing. I that I wouldn't be able to get, the getting used to the sleep patterns of, of being a bar person would be a lot for me, because I like my sleep patterns right now. But those, the, you, to be a bar person, these bar people, they're up till like, because they, like the bar, the bar closes and then they're up for like another couple hours. Yeah. They're like, let's go out after this. Like people in New York, they're up to like fucking five and six in the morning. And then they sleep all day in the afternoon. Oh, it's too much to think about. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly like very sleepy just thinking about it. Yes. It's a very sleepy scenario. Also, all we do is we've started this trend of eating at 4 p.m. or earlier <laughs> dinner. And like literally I woke up this morning and uh, started a pot roast in the slow cooker. And guess what? It's going to be ready at 4.30 and that's when we're going to eat. There we go. Because I got a show tonight, baby. Yes, you do. Got asked to host a big show here in Hollywood and I'm ready to do it. Uh, and in that in that, uh, in that, 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 that note, I think we have to wrap it up. We so do. So what, what did we learn this week? Maybe we'll start saying that. Okay. What did we learn this week? We learned that... Um, don't freak out or if you do freak out know that the feelings that you're having are not permanent the situation is not permanent things can change in an instant for better or for worse so be grateful what you have and if you're feeling shitty it's gonna get better yes and what i learned was if you ever want to feel cozy go to a place with wood paneling And if you can't access a place with wood paneling, Google wood paneling under Google Images and just look at that for a little bit. It might help a little bit. It's nice. It's It's nice. nice. And if you're in L.A., go support the Douglas and Echo Park. Also, just quickly, because we're always asking uh, our listeners to message us and ask what we want, yada, 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 or ask what they want. Um, and and uh, one of our listeners, Nicholas Rizzi, asked us uh, asked me a while ago. He's like, didn't you mention a while back that you were taking singing lessons? If so, how is that going for you? How is it going, Julia? Well, I want to say, and I think I mentioned it on a podcast a while ago, I stopped taking singing lessons with this particular man because as much as I was enjoying it, I'm like, I'm just singing scales. This guy is yeah. charging me hand over foot, and we're just going through scales. So at this point, I have the scales. And I can just do that you on my just own. Do scales. So moving forward, if I want to do something more hands-on and person singing lessons, I will go with somebody else. Yeah. If I want to like elevate my whatever. But what I have been doing, um, our friend Andrew Johnson and Heidi Brander, they have a karaoke machine, and we've gone to like what, like three parties now, at least, and singing karaoke. Yeah. And I can't tell you how lovely it's been, and like sensational. And so much fun and fun. But the one thing I will say about singing lessons, I never knew like I was an alto in, until I started taking singing lessons. I always thought I was more of like a, like a soprano, but I'm like, oh, that's why I can't sing these really high songs because that's not my fucking range. Yeah. But 
the other night I was, I was singing and just having Andrew and friends or, or my friend, Allie Price was like, I didn't know you could sing. Oh my God. Like this is, and I was like, I don't know. I could s- sing like this either. When I'm thinking back to like fast and the furious, that musical, when I auditioned with one song that was out of my range. And yeah. I, I think about how, not how bad that was, but how like mediocre that was compared to like what I what can sing now? now. At least. Yeah. You've progressed. I've progressed. So that's great. And, it, and it, it's mostly, I want to say like a confidence thing. Yeah. Um, to like just fucking let loose and go for it. And I, I can sell a song. That's what I'm a salesman. I can sell a joke and I can sell a song. I might not be as good of a writer or a vocalist, but guess what? I'm a showman. Showman, Julia, showman, Ladkowitz. That's what it's all about, baby. Sell it, baby. Sell it to me. Yeah. Um, anyway, thanks for the question, Nicholas Rizzi. Thank um, you. It's going, it's, I mean, I guess it's going well, but I'm not taking lessons anymore, but I will and I hopefully will in the future. And you'll see her on Broadway any day now. I fucking would love that. And someday you'll be coming to our bar, listeners. Old, oh, Chuckles. Oh, Chuckles. Ale house. Fuck farm. <laughs> in Scab Muppet in Illinois. I can't wait to have it. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> a scabby Muppet is actually Scab so Muppet in Illinois. It's going to be a good bar. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for listening. Matt, where can they find you? Matt underscore O'Brien on Twitter and the rest you can figure out. Yeah, and I'm Julia Comedy on Twitter and Instagram and the rest you can figure out. Also, my new Venmo is Julia Comedy, too. <laughs> money, money, money. Begging. Okay, we love you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Shalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalal